0: (laughs) Welcome to the Creative Spin Podcast. Another episode today with another creative person. He's right over here, but you can't see him. I'm talking to you guys, but he's right over here. Hi, how's it going? Oh, you can't say anything because we're going to have to hit that intro and come back and speak to Andy all the way in Australia. How's it going there? We'll find out soon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One, a company offering boutique, private offices, co-working spaces, and virtual office solutions, as well as meeting rooms in the best neighborhoods of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies, and passionate business people, Workplace One is where you want to be with your business. For more information, go over to WorkplaceOne.com. Andy! Andy! How is it going, Andy?
1: It's going great, going great.
0: All right, I I wrote some stuff here so I wouldn't forget because you know, um, uh, I keep blaming my gray hair for all of the forgetfulness that's going on in my head. Uh, On the last episode, I've kind of blamed the AirPods. So I don't know, one of the the two might be at fault. I'm not quite sure which one. But uh, Andy, welcome all the way from Adeline, South Australia
1: yeah well I'm, I'm not actually in adelaide i mean i'm in, in Nan, which is in the country oh okay um but the closest the closest capital city for working out all that time true. zone craziness is yeah. adelaide so.
0: went to grab the closest bigger city right there
1: yeah <laughs> wow yeah. but
0: we're talking about 15 and a half hour difference between me and you right now this is crazy yeah, this is big. like we're doing some time traveling here I swear to god yeah. you know yeah. I'm, I'm still on tuesday you're on wednesday so I don't know, things are kind of weird right now. So Andy, uh, thank you for being in the podcast, first of all. Um, it's good to be pleasure And uh, we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start by 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 asking you so that everybody at home or listening in the car or wherever they're listening to this podcast knows who Andy Marshall is and uh, what Andy Marshall is up to lately. So give us like a little, you know, the old origin story that everybody's talking about. What's your <laughs>
1: story now? Um, yeah, well, I suppose, um, I, I kind of came up with this term yesterday, but I'm kind of a, a compulsive creator. And, um, I think that was ever, ever since like, um, you know, when I was a kid, um, and I never, I never had the idea that you could actually, um, make a living from that. It was always like, if you're an artist or whatever, you've got to be an architect. That's about the only, <laughs> that's about the only thing I'm you sure can you
0: be. That's money, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you want to be an illustrator, so um, and then I got into um, filmmaking. I went to film school um, and dropped out because it was going to cost me too much money. Even though I was going to watch lots of fantastic art house films, yep. and um, and I started my own travelling cinema business, which I did for twenty years. Um, oh. so, so I did actually work in the film industry for twenty years, but <laughs> showing <laughs> films, not making them. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then we've, um, like, I've uh, recently become a father in the last, you know, three three years or so. And having a travelling cinema business, which travels all over the country, isn't really kind of in line with having kids. And I had this kind of window of opportunity to go, okay, how about I try and get my career back to its creative origins and, and with... Um, social media and the technology we have available today um i think there's a lot more um opportunity to get your creative work out to the world so i kind of saw i saw the opportunity and i had the window of time available so i just started something on youtube and a podcast called fork in the road because my business was called road movie mobile cinema Okay, and and my new project is called Fork in the Road. By the <laughs> Some way, I time. love the name of it. I love it. Fork on the road. <laughs> I just, I love it. Um, so when I started, I didn't know what I wanted to do at all, um, and I've and I've just started to kind of branch into the idea because I used to do a lot of storyboard artwork for for the films that I was working on, and and then I thought, hang on a minute, I'm spending all my nights reading kids' stories um, to my girls and and thinking I could do this and you can self-publish these days and so it's been been investigating into the self-publishing world
0: but you've and, always been uh, the creative person like oh you have you always been drawing and, and being artistic since a young age or is this something that you kind of developed as years went
1: by yeah all, all, always from a young age but in different areas I haven't always illustrated like I haven't probably illustrated for <laughs> I probably hadn't illustrated for 20 years mm-hmm. you know since since my film projects but um I've just started back in to get back into that but um I really love you know the process of filmmaking and the collaborative process that comes like some of the some of the best experiences some of the best times of my life have been when I've um, been making uh, my short films um with you know you get this crew of people together it's you know it's like the a team or something and you get all the people you love that are specialists in their own field and you've got this one vision to create this project and i just really love um love that atmosphere um whereas now i'm kind of working by myself (laughs)
0: it's a different different environment and everything is uh i mean i i see it uh, from my own self like all of this podcasting and all of this stuff That we've been doing lately it's been fun and just just i think the whole concept of of jumping in uh head first and just doing something that you like is is that that bonus round just so going back to the to the creative side to to, to the designing side so fork on the road is i mean first of all i love the name I've, i've already said this and you should yeah it's good uh but uh, what I like about it is you've, you've been able to divide it up into a whole bunch of different avenues, right? So you have your YouTube channel, you have your Instagrams, you have your podcast going on. Um, tell me a little bit about the process and, and, and why you're dividing it up and all to, into all of these different, I guess you can call them mid- uh, like mini projects on their own, because the podcast isn't really what you're doing on the videos, Right the videos are more of the design aspect and 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 how you're uh you're uh you're drawing the book and all of that which you'll talk about in a second and then the podcast is more about you as an artist and and just not i'm not going to say venting out but just talking about your your day-to-day <laughs> life i guess some episodes are, are about venting <laughs> <laughs> all are listen every artist does that uh, <laughs> so i guess before you get into all of that, let's start with the project of the book so that we can then jump into the, to the, uh, to the YouTube.
1: Yeah, okay. to, to, um, to... yeah so, so with the book, it's really interesting. I was, um, I've been knocking around ideas of my own kid's book that I want to make. And, um, and the whole process of like, you know, what they call documenting your journey um, So me being an artist and kind of thinking out loud in public, and kind of uh, coming up with strategies to work out, you know, finding my why. You know, Mm -hmm. Simon Sinek's book and all that kind of stuff. I worked through that, going, you know, what do I actually want to do? Through that, I had people in my YouTube community watching my videos, and they saw me kind of um, transition to wanting to um, create some kids' books. And one of the people that were watching what i was doing um they called elijah and crumpet uh, which is a youtube channel with uh, a young boy with down syndrome and the dad uh, plays the character of crumpet the puppet Mm -hmm. and they have an entertainment kind of information educational channel on in the youtube space and um and they saw what i was doing and they've been potentially thinking about creating a kid's book themselves and, um, and they saw what I was doing and, um, and they said, do you want to illustrate a book for us? And, and like, so it's this amazing thing of you just, I didn't expect it, but you put yourself out there and people are watching and, and opportunities come up. You just and never know who's
0: watching you, right? That's, that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and one brilliant thing about documenting your journey and your process and putting your artwork up there is that they want me to illustrate their book they already know how i illustrate i don't have to pretend to illustrate like another artist yeah. they want my work so i'm not and and as soon as i got on the phone with those guys our conversation went straight in to you know like we'd been talking for years like we've known each other for years because we know each other because we're watching each other's stuff it's yeah, a, and it's,
0: it's so weird thing. though how the way that that happens on social media especially especially if there's a video involved i find that people it's it's what you're saying it's almost like you know each other right it the whole like getting on the phone and actually speaking one-to-one i think that's just an, an extra conversation the conversation's already happened before and it's like okay this is an old friend i'm i'm just gonna talk to him now on the phone but i've been talking to him forever and that's, I think the, that's the cool thing about social media nowadays and, and uh, what you're doing is a great example of other, for other artists as well that are, you know, that might not be um, socially out there in terms of exposing their, their, their artwork and show, showcasing what they can do. You know, all you need is a phone and, and you're very much into that particular aspect of the phone. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's kind of out of necessity. And I, I always, um, when I was making short films and that, I found I'd all I had this knack of finding my way around uh, a limited budget, uh, limited locations, uh, limited time, all of those kinds of things, and I kind of thrive in that environment. However, if Hollywood wanted to give me a, you know. A, a few a few million to make a movie i would i would work with why that. not
0: right why not but,
1: but, <laughs> but, but i do kind of work well with those um restrictions and i'm thinking um because i'm um because i don't have much money i'm tra- i'm transitioning mm-hmm. and um and also at the same time i'm i've created my own other business unrelated to art at all to kind of support the family while I'm trying to get this art project off the ground. And I thought, I need to not be blowing money on DSLRs, microphones, studio lights, things like that. I thought, I'm gonna do it all on my phone. And it's an iPhone six plus, it's an old phone. And, um, And in the hope that it might inspire others, like people go, because a lot of people go, oh, but I don't have a studio, I don't have mics, I don't have cameras, I don't have like, so I'm kind of saying. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. <laughs> That's all I was. And a procrastination tool. And and the phone is just, the phone capabilities today, are, you know, you've got a film studio. Like I am I shoot and edit films on my phone. I don't need, yeah. I, I tried to edit a video on my computer the other day, and it was really confusing. <laughs> um, there you so go. It's what you get used to, you know. Yeah, um,
0: absolutely. And and uh, your channel is is quite interesting. I love the way that you, because a lot of the videos, especially the latest ones, you're you're just basically drawing wherever in your car most of the times, and and that's actually showing the other side that you know it's not only the equipment. You don't need to, to go out and rent studios and try to have the best looking backdrop and all of that. The content is what really counts and what you're putting out there for your channel is your art. Right? And that's the important part And I think that's, that's interesting. Now I do have a question. Why did you choose to go black and white?
1: Um, I've always loved, um, I, I, I mean, personal branding and standing out and being different. So that was in the back of my mind but i come from in my film days um, my first short film was black and white i love noir films i love kind of be noir kind of films and and horror sci-fi's from the 50s kind of era uh, mm-hmm. there's just they are so cool the dialogue is just like you can't have dialogue like that in films these days and 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 just some of the ideas that were explored in those real cheap knock-em-out B grade films is um, it, it is something which I found really inspiring. And do you find um, that
0: you will eventually have to record some in color just because of the the drawing them itself, or what's the idea? Like, how are you going to work around that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of working in two worlds. Um, so when I've the actual pencil sketches which I do will be are in black and white. But mm-hmm. when I've made videos which have cut to time lapses of the illustrations and that they've always been in full color. Oh, so go
0: into color. On those ones. Yeah, yeah.
1: So the illustration world is kind of the world of color. And the real world is, you know. Is the black, black and white. white. I like that. But, Interesting. Now let's yeah.
0: jump into your podcast. You, now this is something that is new to you, right, as well. Like podcasting is something that you just jumped in or is it something that you've done in the past?
1: Yeah, no, I haven't done it before. Um, and I started out, um, well, I heard about the Anchor platform. I'm all about making things as easy as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's what Anchor does, as easy and as cheap, I should say, because Anchor's yeah. free. <laughs> and it's there literally is. Literally, you issues. hit a button and
0: you're, you're good to go, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's some issues um, that they own all your stuff, mm-hmm. but but you know, you look into the terms and conditions in Facebook and it's probably exactly the same. They own all your stuff too. You know, I think yeah, the bottom line
0: is we own nothing anymore. It's like yeah. somebody else We're just living. That's it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, how's that
0: experience been?
1: It, it, it's been great. It's gone through a few. It's, it's just coming out of a lull again, but, um, the, the podcast, I started off by doing, um, uh my, my my content would be i would do a daily one minute vlog every day this is when i first started out it was
0: but that was when the platform actually when it it only it actually limited you to one minute am i
1: no, remembering no. this no no, it, um, it, I was doing it mainly because I wanted to make short little videos for um, Instagram.
0: Oh, okay. Because I, I actually and, thought that the in the beginning, like right at the beginning, it was limiting your recording time to a minute, if I'm not mistaken. But Yeah, it was initially was
1: designed for short sound grabs. You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I came on when you could record as long as you want. Okay.
0: Yeah, I um, remember jumping into to Anchor as soon as I heard it. Like, I think in the first couple of days, actually. So... They were still testing everything.
1: Yeah. So, so, so I was documenting every day, one minute, make a little square video with subtitles, which would go on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, um, and at the end of the week, um, I'd have seven minutes of audio, which I would then take that audio from the blogs and and make a seven minute podcast. So like each, each of the daily ones were on a theme. um, so it kind of made sense when you heard it as a podcast yeah
0: no, for um, sure so but, but are you going to continue doing this the same like in the same format because i know you've been doing a lot of them or you did a lot of them in the car just driving as you were driving just yeah. things that were coming to your mind right is that kind of the whole perspective of this uh, of this podcast of yours
1: yeah, well, it's kind of changing now. What I'm doing now with the podcast is because I'm doing lawn mowing jobs to pay the bills, so I basically put the phone on hands free, going between jobs, and um, and I'll I'll just talk straight in, talk straight into the app and record a podcast like that, and um and for the last week or so I've been doing them every day, so I've been yep. doing a daily one, and I kind of want to log my thoughts and log the progress, um. And, and have that mixed in with the occasional um, creative chat where I'll have an interview with someone. So like, you know, um, so that might be an hour, um, but also have the daily thoughts as well. But I want to kind of put stuff daily out there on the podcast.
0: And, but, and uh, you were, we were talking off camera uh, a little bit and you were saying that you wanted to create something to to, to kind of get the community, uh, the creative community, you know, more, Closer together and, and just sharing uh, everybody's experience, talk a little bit about that like what's what's that idea all about
1: yeah well I mean I think as as an artist, um, especially if you're somewhere like I am not in a bustling city, um, I can't just go to a coffee shop and meet up with some people or you know anything like that so um, I was talking with a creator yesterday and he made a brilliant comment or a tweet basically saying that going live or recording podcasts is like the um, coffee shop for creators of, <laughs> um, of now, you know? It's because true. you can you can find creators who you connect with, who you like best stuff, who you think you can relate to, and, and then you can have a podcast with them, you can go live with them and develop relationships friendships and that might even turn into creative work that you're doing together you know like mm-hmm. just because you're the other side of the planet doesn't mean that um look right at <laughs> <laughs> and and so i think um it's a virtual community but you get to you get to pick and choose more because you've got the whole world and um yeah and, and uh yeah What are
0: your thoughts in in the, in the different communities? Cause I know, I mean, um, obviously myself being in, on all of these platforms as well. I see the difference. What, what do you see as the biggest difference between let's say a YouTube community versus a podcast community versus an Instagram community? What are the big Uh differences or similarities? Yeah,
1: I I would say if you want community as an artist, um, a creator of some kind, you you need to be on YouTube um, because YouTube is where it's at for community, um, I I think, uh, because most of the other people who are on YouTube, they've got... um, they've got channels themselves. So, uh-huh. so, you know, like as they're commenting on your work and adding, you know, some important feedback on your work, you go, oh, I might go check out what they're doing. And quite often they've got a channel as well. And they might be, you know, a travel vlogger or, or something, you know, or something, but, but they're still creators in some way. Yeah. And, um, and that kind of opens up conversations. Whereas podcasting, I have found, I don't know what your experience is, but podcasting, you seem to be, it's the, it's the introvert's way of getting, getting your voice out there because you don't know what's happening. You're yeah. just like putting it out there. And- oh, it
0: depends, depends on what type of podcast you're doing, right? Like the way I see it uh, for us, uh, I agree with you in terms of, of YouTube. YouTube for us has been the biggest gateway for our podcast. When it comes to the audio side, uh, I'm not quite sure. What's going on, like I know how many people are listening and where they're listening from and all of that, but the feedback isn't there because a podcast doesn't isn't really built for that uh that feedback there there is a way to do it, obviously, you can go into your itunes and and you know and comment and do whatever, but it's really not built for that. I think people will just listen and just keep on going on their their own day uh YouTube is where I get the 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 interaction so uh, you know, even though we know we're being listened to on from an audio perspective, it's the video perspective, the YouTube perspective is the one that we're getting the most feedback on. And I agree with you uh, in terms of the community. And And it's interesting to see that like minded people follow like minded people, you know, and and it just keeps growing because then you'll see somebody comment something and then you go, oh, that was an interesting comment that that person did. And let me see what they do. And and that's the the whole trickle effect of of finding new people and and growing that that community. It is I, I find a a slower uh, pace community to grow, but it is I think the the truest community because we're basing it on what everybody has in common. Like being artists, we have that connection. So you know, it's, it makes much more sense for me to follow you as a creative because I'm a creative as well. And you're, whatever you're outputting is something that I'm, I will be interested in, in listening or watching. Right. And that's how I think the community, that's why the community is so tight on, uh, on uh, YouTube is because everybody kind of thinks in that same wave, uh, wave line.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, um, I'll talk about Instagram in a minute, but, um, uh, a great kind of companion for um, YouTube is Twitter, yeah. Um, because then you can um, uh, creators are quite interactive on Twitter. I've found like um, before I was started this whole whole thing. I was on Twitter for my business for a cinema business, mm-hmm. and I was pretty much like, what do you do with this thing? And you kind of just broadcast things, and no one cares. You just kind of broadcast into the (laughs) into the wide open space. But when you get
0: into that community, then it becomes something different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and in terms of Instagram, I think it's been spoiled a lot by uh, bots, uh, uh, bots, you know, automatic comments and things like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's harder to get into because of that. Um, But I think the live feature in Instagram where you can have um chats with people you can do a live chat with someone in the Instagram live the beauty of that is that if I if I went live with you on Instagram uh all of my followers then know who you are and then all of your followers know who I am we're kind of clickable there Um, you go actually we should we should
0: do one of those one of these days so that you know yeah. to promote our own stuff so i think that's that's the interesting part yeah for sure yeah uh, do you um what do you see in the future of 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 your channel of of your art like what what's what does andy want to happen in 5 years from now
1: okay well <laughs> i want to um what i want to do is to be able to create enough passive income from my art that I'm creating that I don't have to mow lawns, uh, I'm 45 now and mowing lawns in 35 degrees Celsius heat, like, you know, in the, in the, in the, it is hard work. It's, but yes. it's something that I can do to get money straight away. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, if I can get out of that loop of working in menial labor jobs and entry-level jobs which i've kind of been doing all my life i see this as a opportunity for me to be able to seriously be a creator that's living off of the um of what you love to do really of what i've created and and so i'm i'm trying to get faster and faster in my illustrations i've got so many i've got so many books in my head <laughs> that i want to write um, as well as um, Elijah and Crumpet aren't going to stop at one either. They've got a whole bunch that they want to do as well. Yeah. Um, and so there, there's this thing of building up enough. Um, I, I think there's I think there's a podcast or a, um, a a Facebook group out there or something. It's like um tw- twenty books to fifty k or something like that. And so like <laughs> they've worked out this theory that if you get twenty books out there, you know you can make almost, you know, kind of enough mo- enough money to, to get by. And I think with things 100%. like targeted advertising on Facebook, um, you can really market your books directly to the people who are going to be interested with that. Um,
0: 100%. I mean, social media is the best way to advertise, period, in terms of, you know, pinpointing exactly who you want to take your product to. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you have a book directed to to, to certain type of kids or certain type of story, you can really direct that uh, really nicely to, to them. So uh, I hope everything works out, Andy. And uh, this, was, this was amazing. Uh, we're, we're getting to our 26 mark minute mark, which means that we're about to have to shut this off because we only have 30 minutes to go with these cameras. I don't have Colin here today. I don't know what <laughs> happened to Colin. You know, like <laughs> I, a quick- Colin doesn't live here. I mean, why not? Uh, can i make a quick plug absolutely and we're going to put all of your information down below like they say
1: (laughs) um with the uh, elijah and crumpet book that we're but i'm illustrating at the moment called motivate man is um currently in the kickstarter phase and so, so like we're um and we've actually met our goal but um we want to obviously um go you know get as much as we can because we want to make further books as well absolutely and it's all about inclusion um having having kids with down syndrome represented in children's books which Mm. you just don't see much representation of so um that's a great
0: initiative
1: yeah so that's the kickstarter we're um 37 days left and so um, we'll
0: definitely link you guys up yeah, and hopefully all of you guys that are watching us or listening to us will go down to the description click on that link and and do what you can i mean that's the bottom line right
1: yeah yeah there's lots of tiers of uh support levels so yeah it's awesome. going really well but it's fantastic but it's going going to get out there
0: Very all excited. right and uh andy will uh like i said we'll put all your uh your twitters and instagrams and youtubes and podcasts and all of those things <laughs> right on the description so uh anybody that's listening or watching us they can go click and check out your artwork and what you're doing and uh, listen to your podcasts and uh i wish you all the best and this was a great connection i'm so glad that we had this conversation today uh all the way from toronto to australia i'm not uh, what's the name of your town again uh, Nan. Nan. okay
1: man yeah, it sounds a bit like, you know, uh, your nan, you know, like your grandma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to say hasta luego. And uh, I don't know where the next podcast is going to be. We're probably going to go to the moon. I don't know, because Australia is pretty far. So I guess the next step for us is going to be the moon. All right. Thank you, Andy.
1: Ciao.